worried that you might be the cool kid You wear the latest fashions on top of all the trends Or have you ever worried you were too much in the mainstream Always so generic, more normal than your friends Well, we've devised a test to put to rest your fears There's no need to panic if you lend us your ears Tonight you can't sleep easy after all that you've heard Cause if you like the show, then you're probably a nerd It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for a new episode of the It's Canon Podcast, a show where we like to chat about anything and everything, because the best part of it all is that it's all in canon. We're your hosts. I'm Boris, and this week I am joined by Phil. It's allergy season. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it really, really, really is. Yep. Man, what a day. What a day here. Uh, but we have, uh, I want to, you know, like, I, I, let me just lie and say we have a lot to cover. Because the truth is, I have no idea what we're going to talk about today. But there is so <laughs> much, though. There's a lot going on. Like, you know, there, the, uh, we've talked about it the past few weeks. You know, uh, what, from May till about September, there's just so many video game releases. Uh, you know, there's um, some good movies uh, that are coming out. Comics, independent creator owned always going well uh so we're gonna just uh you know have our smorgasbord here uh tyler is uh doing whatever whatever tyler does uh we were yeah brief conversation this afternoon but uh yeah it's um hopefully he's milk, okay hopefully milking he's the goats okay. milking the goats how are you feeling phil i'm doing well doing well you know there's some shows as well that that that's that's dropping. I'm telling you, Silo, Muppet Muppets Mayhem, the Electric Mayhem yes. thing. Uh, yeah, there's some, there's some fun TV starting to crop up. So you know, like on top of everything else that you mentioned, we have so many more. I found this week was more distracting than most yes. for television, for video games, for everything. It was just overwhelming. And yeah, it's only going to get busier. That's for sure. So there's lots yep. to wet your whistle with out there, people, and and eat it up, man. I'm telling you, because this writer strike, woo wee, might not get good eating for a while. Yeah, to say the least. Uh, which is interesting because, like, I so I saw this thing earlier today. Um, it was in on Facebook, and it was one of those Toronto centric. Uh, groups and essentially it was this picture because they're filming that uh, welcome to dairy uh show in toronto actually it's very close to me um it's that uh you know the 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 it prequel series for h for Ah. max whatever it's called uh so yeah so the they're filming that near me and uh there were two separate conversations going number one three number one cool nice to know that that's being filmed in here in toronto uh, so it kind of makes you wonder what the final result is going to look like. Because in a lot of shows, I'm sure you've noticed, it never looks like Toronto ever. Uh, so Yeah, that's when they're that. well done. 
Exactly. Well, and then there's suits. Yeah. Um, so when you can see the CN Tower, like, you know, in every in every, in every frame. Well, Anyways, well, just just remember what was a bulletproof monk. <laughs> All yes. right. That one. Yes. That one set the yes. bar for me. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. That yeah, you're so true about that one. So you got that, right? Um, cool being filmed here. Then you had this really weird conversation about privacy and someone was going and this is Facebook. Like let's just remember rem remind everyone that. This is Facebook. So there was someone that's going ape shit crazy about the fact that he went up to ask what they're filming and they lied. Cuz and, and everyone's like, dude, they sign NDAs. They're technically not allowed to tell you what they're filming for NDA reasons. No one's going to, you know, uh <laughs> risk their job for telling this random person yeah, randos. what they're filming, <laughs> right? Exactly. Especially, like, people don't realize that part. And he's like, you know, it's my it's my neighborhood. I have a right to know, uh, you know, my the, the rights and of a Canadian super pass any NDA that's out there. This guy's just fucking going apeshit, right? Whoa. Okay, great. That's the second conversation that was going on. And then the third conversation that was going on was, this is a scab set. And this person, like, literally just started, like, oh. typing out. You could just hear them say, scabs, scabs, scabs. It's like, number one, number one, it's not a scab set for the simple fact that the show has already been written. A lot of times that sets close down is because they have a writer on set. So if there's a writer on set, you can't continue, especially with the way that a lot of shows work, right? But yeah. they're taking a risk with this show, and they're using the scripts that they have, and that is that. So I understand that viewpoint of it being a scab set to a certain extent. I really do. And again, we talked about it just a few weeks ago, last week. I Definitely. want the W. Yeah, it feels like weeks ago now. I want the writers to get what they are owed. I think we're in a position. The studios yeah. are in a position that they need to buck up. I'm firmly on board with the writers. Like, let's. If that wasn't a surprise, if that wasn't made abundantly clear last time, last week, but you know, to go off and just like start shitting on people who are just making a living. I can even congregate that with another scenario where this happened. We, I brought this up last week with Tony Gilroy and Andor season two. So this week I see news in the star Wars community from X clips that he starts complaining about the fact that Tony Gilroy got so upset that fans accused him of being a scab for continuing on season two as a showrunner slash writer and using his writing credentials to be the onset writer while the show was still filming that he decided to stop filming. Okay. There's 65% of the way through, which means there's 35% to complete, which will be completed post the writer strike. However, Tony Gilroy has said that he is not available for that. So now Andor season two for the last 35% of what's not shot is not going to have the guy who made season one in its entirety and made every director conform to the, con the uniformity of the season is not going to be there. Yep. So there's a price for words people and yep. just know 
what you're talking about before you throw the accusation, right? And that's the thing. It's look at don't know every ah. situation. Give them a chance to exonerate themselves. I know it's a crappy situation and we want people to have their jobs, their benefits and all the other things that we talked about last week. But we also have to know, we also have to realize that we don't know everything about what's happening in these situations either. So, well, look at Alana Pierce. She kind of took some heat from randoms because she's a writer, but she had to remind people she's not a union writer. Yeah. She's a contract writer. For the longest time, that's all her employee status would allow because she didn't have a green card. Yep. So she wasn't allowed to join a union. She was only allowed to be directly contracted. Otherwise, she would have been deported. So this is all rapidly changing. That's why all of her channels got demonetized on YouTube and Switch and everywhere else is because she tried to migrate them away from the rights holder that held them back in Australia that was getting paid, that was paying her for her work in the States from the American subsidiaries. Yeah. So yeah, she's in the process of detangling herself from it. Cause she has a green card now. And I realize now that I know far too much about Atlanta Pierce. <laughs> well, I know she it made headlines last week. Right. Um, yeah. It so it's kind of funny. Cause what, like within 24 hours, she got, she was working on the whole demonetization, but then Nintendo screwed her over. And then Nintendo screws her over with the, the tears of the, the kingdom. Oh my she, goodness. She couldn't catch a break. Live streamed or restreamed a preview that Nintendo author had said okay to. Yep. It, but Nintendo is on that dmca path right now I, i'm even yeah. afraid to even mention it other than i played the video game <laughs> oh we don't show anything we don't talk about it we you know so um ooh, yeah so it's kind of funny because you know it's funny when the original incarnation of its canon uh when it was doing everything right yeah uh, really focused on comics and stuff i had a very interesting relationship with disney and they would send exclusives from time to time and this was back in 2015 16 15 when the guardians of the galaxy cartoon was out for mm. disney plus disney um disney, disney channel okay. yeah one of those channels and they sent me an exclusive trailer and i uploaded it listened to their instructions on when i could release it did whatever i needed to do Within an hour, I got that video got demonetized. I got a DMCA notice. And I'm like, well, fuck you, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you know what? There's not a person that's in control of that. It's an algorithm, unfortunately. Yeah, it's an AI. I'm just going to call it Dave. Dave is yep. a fucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just Dave's everything falls shit. under Dave's domain. And Dave doesn't understand what's what. Because nobody why, tells like, Dave anything. He's just getting his Timmy's coffee and going to work every day. <laughs> when you get dinged on something like this, don't freak out. Don't get upset. Don't get mad. Just remember that it's an algorithm. It's Dave doing this to you. And really, the easiest thing to do is just sending an email to the right people. Sometimes it is hard to find well who that right people are. But sending an email and things usually 
usually get cleared up. Yeah. You know, like Alana handled all of this really well. Like even when her YouTube, she's like, do you know how much I make? Each month off of YouTube's $78. <laughs> she was just, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, so, sometimes it's not worth the hassle. Exactly. I, I, I don't blame her. I'm like, yeah, well, she still is going to win, but she's like, yeah, well, if I miss a month or two, like, who cares, right? Like, yeah. I don't make money off of this. I make money off of writing, you know, like, God of War. <laughs> yeah. And Bingo. Alex has joined us. <laughs> yep. Hey, Alex. Glad that you were able to pry yourself off of Tears of the Kingdom to uh, to listen to the show. So welcome. <laughs> welcome to everyone else who were able to pry themselves off. Because literally, I have not even picked up the game yet. Oh, my goodness. Remember, I was supposed to get it tomorrow. Yes. I was supposed to get it on the 16th of May. And I was quite happy with with waiting for it uh until tomorrow because honestly i've been like knee deep in jedi survivor and yeah. unfortunate well fortunately give credit to amazon on this one i ordered something on the weekend that i shouldn't have ordered i was catching up on a set that i decided i didn't want to catch up on but hey that's me folks and it got thrown into my box and they were just like, well, since we're shipping you this box, we're just going to put this video game inside of it and bill you now. So lo and behold, Saturday morning, I open up the box and there's Tears of the Kingdom. And wow. I wrestled with it for up until last night, realizing we were going to record today. And I played like half an hour of it. And it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Took me so half an hour to get my switch like hooked up and working and like charged and then charge a controller. And then I was just like every turn the switch fought me and it's buried way behind my monitor. And I'm just like, oh, God, like this is a nightmare. And eventually I got the cartridge inside. I got the update done, which wasn't that bad. But I went through the tutorial I saw the splash screen. I navigated Link down to the ground from his up high departure point. And I was just like, okay, this, this seems like it'll be fun. But holy shit, I've got to learn a whole new ecosystem of buttons. And I'm already programmed. Like I already fell back into Animal Crossing of hitting the X button instead of the a button you know what i mean like hitting the nintendo button to go forward and yeah. then i fire up my xbox and i'm like oh damn <laughs> also i i keep forgetting that we're live streaming so people can see my eye rolls at you now yes ah <laughs> <sighs> oh, phil ah oh, phil I, so are I you still just... in the tutorial yeah, yeah, I'm still like, hey, like, I got to go and do my Jedi Survivor thing. Like, I'm really disappointed Tyler's not here because I wouldn't find out how, how freaking far back I am compared to where I think I am because things are getting weird now. And I'm like, this isn't staging out the way I thought it was going to stage out. And yeah. I'm, I, I don't okay. think I'm really deep into the game, but I think that I'm far enough that I'm seeing, seeing stuff on the internet and I've already seen it. Yeah. So I'm like, 
okay, I know where that scene is. Like, uh, okay, I can just start to calm my shit now. Like, I'm, I'm swinging in there at least, and I know that there's a lot to go. And yeah. unfortunately for thumbnails, the rad Brad, I wish that there was more discretion about the thumbnails because I noticed that there's a big villain who wears a dark, dark mask. You know, something like like that 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 one coming up or at least a memory or a flashback i don't know what so you know yeah. let's keep yeah. that like that but there are little of like these little spoilers that keep on eking out for those of us trying to avoid them and mm -hmm. i don't mean to spoil it for anybody else there but i'm just saying yeah, you're gonna trip across us. it because it's like yeah there's so happens. much out there now yeah uh yeah okay let's take a break from video games for one quick second sure can i show the picture that you sent me on saturday oh this is part of what yeah sure i'm assuming this is tied to this story yeah it is in a weird way <laughs> so okay i'm gonna share this and you remember we're, we're, we're people do listen to us in podcast form still so we still have to yeah uh, well i haven't uh, posted this shit. on my socials yet it, it's it, it's it it is made with the anticipation of posting it on my socials, which this is my lovely kitchen counter where I take pictures of all my Lego <laughs> inbox. <laughs> you said me this, and I'm like, first off, like, I forget what I was doing. I was somewhere. I was in home. <laughs> I was out doing something, and I'm like, what is this blob? I actually take a closer look at it, and I'm like, holy shit, Phil. What the hell did you buy? So for the podcast listeners, <sighs> Phil, you can, you can paint them a picture. Okay, in this, I have the full, the full um, diorama set from last year's Star Wars Lego, the full diorama set that's been released so far for this year's Lego diorama, and the two sets that I consider diorama sets from two years ago, which is Darth Vader's meditation chamber. And the droid off to the side, the battle droid hovering over the sink. I thought that was rather clever. And then last, <laughs> uh, the one that I had to buy this week was that uh, Death Star trench run in the middle. And I ended up getting the Dagobah set this week as well. But that's still pretty cheap. And the bottom one, which is a trash compactor, which everybody freaked out was overpriced, and that's going to be the darling of them all. And then for May the 4th, I got the other two, which is the Emperor's Throne Room with the new Luke hairpiece. Ooh. And the 40th Jedi anniversary. And the uh, uh, Endor set. So this is a few years worth of collections. I just haven't opened the boxes yet. I'm I'm an assembly. <laughs> just still, I'm like, oh my god. Here we yeah, go. These again. are all 18 plus Star Wars. But this is this is the lure of collecting, right? Like yeah. it brings me happiness to even have these in box, right? Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. My least favorite is that that Death Star one. Now yeah. I have all of these in concept form from dating back five years of them making these as miniature diorama sets as the pre-digest to all this. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty bad. Like 
the ultimate one to add to this is the one that you can't get like that went extinct on the first day and that will be the the executor or whatever the uh superstar yeah. destroyer midi scale so yeah once that's added then it will be complete <laughs> yep out of all these i want the imperial droid that's the one that i want yeah that one's definitely long retired now that and yep. darth vader's chamber the trench run just retired the dagger boss set get that soon it is retiring very quickly the trash compactors retired and those other two are brand new but these things are replacing the helmet series of which in uncovering all of these out of my pile i found a couple of helmets i didn't even know i bought so <laughs> jesus oh you wouldn't believe the pile i'm never taking a picture of that and showing you <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, it'll end up on this show now. Yes, exactly. Now I'm going to be like, hey, better play with a filter. <laughs> <laughs> Make it all nice. Oh, man. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, no, that's really cool. Yeah, I need to see what I'm going to get. I'm going to get something because I'm going to have a little extra spending cash. Uh, I'm not going to L.A. anymore, it looks like. Uh, mm. Long story, friend stuff. Um, so I'm going to say not going, we're going to postpone it for a few months. So, okay. uh, yeah, looks like, uh, I may have, uh, some, some, some spending cash. So I, I would think humbly, I would humbly suggest the emperor's throne room. It is expensive. It is 129 Canadian, That's but not bad. the, um, the set itself from everything that I've seen reviewed and whatnot, the set itself, it's magnificent. So here's here's what's so fucking funny. This is the funniest thing ever. And again, I, I put those of you listening on podcast form, youtube.com slash uh it's canon podcast. Just go just find us because you get the full experience of this show now. Um I go to Lego.com. Yep. Yada yada yada. And I know that this is coincidence, but it's just kind of funny. So literally log on as you're talking, saying which one you recommend for me right away. Yeah. And boom, the first one that pops up. <laughs> yeah. Telling you that, that other one, uh, the, the interceptor with the Fang fighter. That's pretty good. To, that's a pretty good one too. The one twenty nine. Yeah. I kind of want that. I kind of want yeah. that one. I'm surprised. That's I, I'm surprised. They're all still in stock considering July and like May 4th. But uh, that that Mandalorian and one Starfighter that's retiring soon. But you could probably find that on deeper discount. High bomber, eh? High, High bomber. bomber? Can... That's a good one this year. The, they haven't made that since two thousand and two, and it comes with an odd. It comes with Ray Sloan, which is a deep cut from the books. So that's a that's a darling set of mine too. I have that one, and I'm quite looking forward. To putting Ray Sloan into my minifig collection. Yeah. So uh the ATAT is another one that I should pick up. That is retiring that's, very soon. That's fucking expensive. The 199 or the, the 899. Oh the 1049. Well, there's, there's two of them. There's a $199 one that is retiring imminently, if not already retired. And that one is a fantastic set for the money than the thousand dollar one. Because I'll tell you this, this, that, that, that AT, AT, the big one 
is going to be retired, I believe, this year and replaced. Maybe it's going to be the gunship. It's going to be replaced by the UCS Venator, which is going to be, I think, an $1,100 set. Yeah. So it's getting crazy, but those things are like four feet long sometimes. Another good one is Luke's uh, X-Wing, If you, but you have to like Luke. Like, it's a steep ask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. R2-D2's in it, though. You'd like R2. Yeah. Double-sided print. I kind of I, I like, um, I want the Lance Speeder. Lance Speeder's one that I would for sure. Yeah, that's out. retiring. I've always been interested in that one. Uh, if you go back up, the ATTE with the clones. That one's a good one at uh, 175 or 179. Scroll down one more bar or just type in A-T-T-E. Yep, yeah, right down one more. There you go. That one there comes with Commander Cody. If you're a betting man on minifigs, uh, if you've seen what happened to Captain Rex, uh, this Commander Ooh. Cody is probably a good investment. Yep. Oh, it's the first time they've ever done a, a Commander Cody uh, minifig. And, yeah. Uh, the Ahsoka. Oh, the Bosch helmet. I've got that. That's a nice one. Yeah, I want that one. That's, uh, that's one that I've... That R2? That I like. Yeah, and uh, a, a BD droid from Survivor. I don't know that's why I haven't gotten the, the Darth Vader helmet. I should get that one. I just don't like it. I find it's too blocky personally. But I'm like the Mando helmet. That's a good one to pick up. Dark Trooper. They'll be giving that away. They, oh, look, the trash compactor. Wow. That's got a good R2 in it. That's got one of the best R2s ever made for a minifig R2. And yeah, we're into the retiring set. Yeah, now we're in the weeds. There's the executor. I was just, oh, arr, arr. Phil want right. that bad. Yeah. Not going to pay more than regular price, though, people. Exactly. <laughs> right. I will wait my two months and it will be mine. Oh, yes, it will be mine. <laughs> Good reference. I, I said that recently and no one had a clue what I meant. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I guess well, I am. You, you, I'm sure Alex is like, what the hell are they talking about? It's in code. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's learned. He's learning. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So, um, okay. I got to pick up the 1989 Batwing. This is my last chance. I know it's going to go up in price like in the next <laughs> month. Literally. Dude, people are watching I the know. Flash already. Like, <laughs> that thing's going up like, oh boy, it, it's on a ladder of gitch. It's just like, I know. I know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm waiting for. It's hard for me to justify 400 bucks. Yeah, well, only eight left even, in stock. It'll be even harder to justify 400 bucks when you have to justify 800 bucks. <laughs> I, I paid like 20 bucks more for the trench run and I was cheesed. Yep. <laughs> and there you go. It was literally a reference <laughs> of Wayne's World. The yep, first Wayne's movie. World. Oh, yes, it will be. Ask fine. your dad. Yeah. All right. So, um, a couple <laughs> of, okay. So, yeah. So, showed the picture. 
Going back to the weekend, man, I had a busy weekend. So mainly spent it like just chilling. Saturday kind of spent it with the parents all day. Yeah, had a had a lunch, and then we ended up just randomly going to the VIP theater to watch the Blackberry movie. Oh no! I heard it's good, but is it it's good? Good, yeah, it's worse good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Well, that says something. As a guy who used to work there, like (laughs) it captures a good look. It's obviously a movie. It's obviously dramatized a little bit, but it captures the key thing that destroyed BlackBerry, and that was egos. And you know this more than a lot of other people, because I. This is when we talked literally every single moment of every single day. Um, you know, in between crisis after crisis. <laughs> yeah, when websites were down, when they're up, when the forums are fucked, yeah. <sighs> you know, when 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 we were being accused of being hooligans versus actually being hooligans. Oh, and that, that actually happened last week. <sighs> That's what I mean. Anyways, so, yeah, so one of the things that I always said about BlackBerry and that hurt BlackBerry big time was the fact that Jim Balsillie went out of his way to get that stupid hockey team. And throughout that, he forgot that he was running the biggest tech company in the world. Almost sounds like Ryan Reynolds, doesn't it? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he at least sold his shares of said company. Yeah, fair. Oh, well, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I got to say, I, I've seen the reviews are excellent. And then on it. the other major thing that hurt BlackBerry, and again, they did a good job of kind of covering this, was when the iPhone was announced and came mm. out. Yeah. They just didn't take it serious. They honestly thought that they had the world by the balls. They thought that anything that they came out with, they being BlackBerry, research in motion, research in motion at the time, thought that People would clamor. The consumers would come in droves to whatever they did, right? Didn't they? They 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 did not take Apple and the iPhone serious. And yeah, so like remember you and I were talking about all this, and I remember there being a great bit of buzz about the iPod Nanos before the iPhone hit here in Canada. iPod Nano buzz came out. And I went down to a local little computer shop that we had downtown Toronto called CompuSmart. It was green with gold writing. And I went in there and they had the nanos. Like they had a little stack of them. And they were $350 for this like, I don't know what it was, 128 or 256 uh, megabyte. It wasn't even gigabyte at that point. It was, you know what I mean? Like the smallest nano you could buy type thing. 350 bucks and i bought it because i had this color screen and this wheel and everything and i was just absolutely i had a ipod mini and i was sold on this i was just like this is changing music and then i remember walking through the downtown path system and there's these little computer shops that would pop up or these gadget shops that would pop up below a lot of the escalators and stuff and they were just like little booths with glass, little, you know, with little trinkets in the in the glass and whatnot. And they were advertising that you could bring them an iPhone from the States and they would unlock it for Canadian markets. 
And I remember you were like, yeah, at work, you know, because I'm like, well, these iPhones look pretty snazzy and, and they're starting to show up. At that time, I was working on trading floors and I'm like, the high rollers are starting to, to pull these out instead of Blackberries. And you were like, yeah, but it's just a fad, Phil. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, and then they brought the 3G to Canada and they brought it to Rogers and all the majors, Bell, everybody like that. And I remember I bought one of those. I still have it. I kept it. I still have that thing, the 3G, because I was so excited about it. And I traded it up to the four, the slimmer four. And I remember like you were just like, no, 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 no. Nobody's going to go to these. Everybody wants the physical keyboard. And I'm like, I don't know, man. It's pretty good. I'm using it. Yeah. It's pretty good. We had Blackberries for work. They were the top of the line as far as we were concerned about typing. I did agree. But, man, did they ever come a long way fast with oh, that they did. iPhone. They, they did. And here's the thing, right? I had to do. I had to say that. You're right. Yeah. I had to. Absolutely. I get it. 100% had to. But at work, we were always like, look at what they're doing. Look at what they're doing. They have an app market because their phones are obsolete. Okay. But consumers don't give a shit about the whys. Apple was able to turn a negative into a huge win and revolutionize the world because yep. their phones didn't have the technology. They had to create apps to circumvent the fact that they didn't have everything that they had, that they could yep. have had. And the crazy thing was, is they were robbing right out of their own bank account with the iPod market, like putting everything in an all-in-one device that's your phone. At that time, man, your music player was your iPad or your Zoom, you know, reference of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy reference there. Like it was some other device, just an MP3 player. Like MP3s were all the rage, but you had to put them on something that could play them. Not everything could play them. They weren't as portable as they were. And the iPhone was this all-in-one device. And if there wasn't something, there was an app for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was the catch line that was killing things yeah and the fact oh. that then people could create and submit apps yep all those remember apps. the fad of like the stupidest apps people would just go gaga over oh the one that would tilt the beer when you pour it down your throat yeah fart noises yeah like there's everything Horns, i had whipping i had I had an app on my iPhone and we did a trip out to Montreal or maybe into the States. And my brother and I were using this app and it was called iPoo. And everywhere you went, you logged where you pooped and you gave yep. it a rating out of stars and you left your name. And my name was Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> my, I forget my brother's name. We had a great time until racists ruined the thing because you could do yeah. doodles in it and then people started being racist. So it was just like, oh, well, I don't want to be in this space. Like, idiots yeah. are in here. <laughs> like, who who would have thought the poo app would, uh, would attract idiots? But, yeah, there's an app for it, man. I'm telling you. And it that was the term. There was an app for it, right? There was yep. an app for it. And then, you know, the pressure caught up. And, and, and the rest is history, right? So the BlackBerry movie, I suggest... If you're interested in tech, if 
you know, you weren't old enough to really be around when all of that was going on. It's a fuck that just made me sound old. Uh, it's a good, it's a good watch. It really is. It really is a good. Just, just remember, I started working there really young. Yeah, Uncle Boris is talking, Alex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like directed at him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Blackberry movie is very good. Earlier in the week, I did end up watching the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I have not yet watched it. All right, I'm so good for a spoiler-free review. Yeah, let's do a spoiler-free review. So uh, I was asked by multiple people, and it's so funny when I tell them, just listen to my show. It's like, can I not have a real conversation with you? I'm like, no, because you're not going to download my show. I need that stat. Stats is what's going to help me. So um, Guardians of the Galaxy, it was better than... Okay, this is good, like... Doc, this is gonna be like a, a slap in the face review, but I will, I will explain it. It was better than Thor. Yeah, good. It was better than Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah, better than Shazam two. I didn't even watch it. Well, that's saying something. Was I didn't watch the first. Was, I Shaz- couldn't get through the first one. Couldn't get through the Shazam- first one. Shazam two was the worst performing DC movie of all time. Now there you go. I thought it was, but okay. Cool. Just just quick, 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 quickly on that one. When you destroy a whole universe, do you think people are going to give a shit about continuing to watch said universe? I probably not. So anyway, that's movie. that. It had nothing to do with the movie, I, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but here's that's for Boris reasons. I'm going to say this: my friend Lydia saw the movie and she texted me. And she gave me a spoiler-free review and see if you agree with this. Which one are we talking about right now? Guardians. 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 All right. Bring it on. Says, Let's get Guardians. back to the topic. Wow. Whatever you heard about it on media, throw it out the window. Not at all what I expected. Lots of tears, but that's only because I worked with abused animals. Suggestion would be to recap where volume or, or sug- my suggestion is to rewatch volume two especially the ending. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. That was, that was I think that's a very good, from it. that's a very good, very, very, very good. Look, the problem I had with the guardians three. So if I was going to put a number to it, I would rate this one 7.9 out of 10. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. It's not bad, but here, here are some of the issues I had the soundtrack. It went out of its way to have a cool soundtrack. And I call this the Charlie's Angel full throttle issue where the music just felt like it was the movie where James Gunn went out of his way to say, look how cool I am. I know music and 80s and 90s references. Yeah. Right. Which you can point to all of his work, body of work for that to a degree. This one was in your face. This one was like, boom, right in your face with that. The classic, and I swear to God, James Gunn, because I know you listen. If his DC universe continues this trend, and I put this to him more than the MCU of throwing in jokey joke joke during super serious moments, I swear to God, I am going to rage quit watching anything he does. Fair warning for DC. Jokey joke joke. Jokey joke joke doesn't need to happen in the middle of a super serious scene i understand 
when it does happen, but it happens every single time. And this movie, just like your friend said, super serious. Tears. Tears would be happening. But it was it was it was too much. It was too much. It was mm. too much jokey joke joke. Fair. I've heard that there are lots of jokes. I heard most of them worked for the audience, but these are also responses of people that just got out of the theater. So Yep. Agreed. Um I like that comment. Uh so the other thing is that the story itself was really well done done overall i really <laughs> liked where they were going with it uh so kudos to that that full points there but the jokey joke joke and the soundtrack really really bothered me it almost took me away from the movie that much well i i logged into spotify on the weekend and it was like guardians of the galaxy volume three it, no it had a groot thing there groot was there and it said i am groot i am groot i am groot and then the only button that you could press was I am Groot. So I pressed I am Groot and it brought me to the soundtrack. And I'm like, well, I don't want to see the soundtrack because that actually might be a little bit of a spoiler. Maybe not. But I'm just like, you know, I, I, I want to kind of maintain the immaculate conception here. So I'm just like, <laughs> I knew that would get you. <laughs> Are we, are we gonna go into like a a, a dogma <laughs> back and forth right now? I know, right? So anyhow, there it is, and I'm like, can't help myself but look up the skirt, right? Like I'm just like, okay, like what are we getting into here? And then I see Faith No More, we care a lot, and I'm like, that's a darling song for me. I know what most people hate it. You, I know that will love this movie soundtrack yeah and i'm like i'm stopping there because james gunn has me and had me at faith no more like i'm like that is my ultimate 90s band and that is the pre-record to epic that like nobody listened to so <laughs> it's that, good don't get me wrong it's good it's a good movie but these things really stood out and i think i was i think i had the critical judgment I think I had the angry fan in me just because I'm like, oh, please don't do this to DC. Please don't do this to DC. Yeah. Please don't do this to DC. Or is he or is he putting out a shit submarine to Marvel? <laughs> like, nah, it's, this was his love story. This was this was his love story to this his his Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's be honest. Man. James Gunn single handedly made the Guardians of the Galaxy cool. Yep. Yep, he did. He he really did. I I I I haven't seen it. I look forward to seeing it. Uh, I don't think this is going to be the movie that pulls me back into the theater, the dirty COVID theaters. But I will say this: uh, I can I will be buying with my hard earned money the 4K version, and I will look forward to sitting down and actually like this weekend. I spent half of the day on Saturday getting my 4k tv my 55 inch with my full stereo uh working back into uh working order it was it was not broken it was just disheveled so i've restored it to its former glory yeah. so i'm looking forward to uh some movie viewing in high definition that's how some uh, people would describe up. me not broken but disheveled yeah I'm telling you uh, oh, and so, I did buy Dungeons and Dragons. 
I was watch that movie. Yeah, I, I haven't watched weekend. it. You watched it? Okay. I have not watched it. I've watched a little bit of the intro. I liked what I saw. And it's this good. was a movie where I couldn't get through the trailer. I bought the actual 4K on Google. It showed up on YouTube right away, so it didn't have the Avatar 2 problem. Uh, but yeah, I, I gotta say, I, I'm 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 kinda I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm kind of enjoying the, the casting. The movie's good. Good. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. A lot more than I thought I would. Like, a lot more than I thought I would. Excellent. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Very fun movie. It's I would give that one an 8.5. And I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Out of Stranger Things is essentially Dungeons and Dragons. But I cannot get through the first two episodes. I've tried it multiple times. I, oh, sorry. I think I made it to episode three this last time I tried it, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Stranger Things, not my thing. I can't. Really? Sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. Hey, you give it, it a go. You got to yeah, give John I, I, Wick a go. Like, seriously, there's one thing. I want your honest, like, finished watching, even if I'm dead asleep. I will read it first thing in the morning. Your reaction especially to the first one the second and okay. third i can pretty much guarantee what your reactions are going to be because they're not going to be dissimilar from a lot of ours but in the first one in particular they use a technique of motivating you as a as a, a viewer to really <laughs> manipulate you uh. <laughs> Oh, so funny. I still can't so watch funny. Shazam 2 there, Alex. I <laughs> I tried, but I liked the first one. It was one that was filmed in Toronto, and you couldn't really tell. Um, oh, so, so It was funny. not a bulletproof monk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so funny. So, yeah, Dungeons Dragons, good. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched that movie, Air, about... Oh yeah, it's on, it's on, on Prime on Video app. in Canada for free right now, right? Yep, very good. I gotta watch that. Good. It yeah, was very. Good. It was very. I shouldn't say very good. It's good for what it is. Uh, kind of like Tetris. Kind of like Tetris, exactly. I would, I would, I would yeah. kind of say it's kind of in the similar motif, little, little less show and telly, but a little more substance. Uh, yeah. Matt Damon was good in it. Ben Affleck, I just can't take serious anymore. I, I just can't anymore. Yeah, well, moviepoopshoot.com. <laughs> That's exactly it. So, watch that. <laughs> Saturday night, my friend, she's been bothering me f since last week to watch a movie called The Cure for Wellness. Oh. It's a horror flick. Okay. I thought it was going to be a, a, a heart flick, like a no, 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 no. Man, no. man called She would auto. never do that. She would <laughs> okay. never do that. Um, the cure for wellness. And let me tell you this: if you, if you, if you, if you, if you come across it, and I would totally understand why you think it is like one of those lovey-dovey bullshit movies. But no, 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 no. This is one of the most fucked-up movies I have ever seen in my life. The last half an hour, I'm like, wow. What did I watch? Judging her 
for making me watch this. Yeah. Like, unreal. Unreal. What is like wrong with you? Do you hate thrill- kittens? <laughs> <laughs> if you like psychological thrillers and horror, this movie is for you. Well, and this is a, one of those movies that stuff happens and you're going to need to rewatch it. And when you rewatch it, the movie seems completely different with that second rewatch, knowing about certain stuff. Mm. Like the usual suspects. Yeah, God. exactly <laughs> like that, but more fucked up. Oh, goodness. <laughs> take the take take the last five minutes of seven. what's in the box don't like those types of movies I'd rather watch a man called Otto (laughs) just (laughs) cry myself to sleep at night (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) it's better than dying by specter (laughs) you're for wellness very good movie uh, very, 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 very screwy. So, yeah, damn, that was something. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I watched a lot of stuff. Didn't play too much because uh, I was just back and forth in a lot of places. And my Sundays now are just spoken for, which is, uh, yeah, at least for yeah. now. I'm still getting used to, like, I'm talking about the radio show at this point. Yeah. For me, it's the timing, getting the timing down. Recording doesn't take me any time. Recording the news takes me a little while because I want to make sure that I get that perfect. The back and forth, the round tables, I can bullshit those ones, right? The news takes a little yeah. longer because I kind of have more of a script and I'm, I need to make sure that I'm enunciating properly and all that. And for me, it's the timing. It's still the timing and the mixing. Yeah, it takes a little bit, right? Yeah. The reason why I can rhyme off that spiel at the end. It wasn't overnight. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so when it changes, the content changes, it's even worse. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. So a couple things that I want to chat with you about. Number one, uh, we're going to start seeing this more and more and more. Uh, for example, you know, that whole bill here in Canada about the news and how mm-hmm. the big tech company should be paying the news agencies for the news that they retweet reuse regurgitate right these big tech companies are like no how dare you right yeah so this is kind of what's gone on up till now why shit gotta change the ultimate summary i used to say cole's notes a lot but over the nobody knows what cole's notes are man because if we have american listeners they're called something else down there yeah yeah what are they called? Do we know what they're called down there? I, I know I've known this in the past. I can find out because they reference it a lot in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Okay. So he, here's what's going on. In the, in Brazil, they're trying to pass a law that essentially regulates big tech. They want to hold big tech accountable for hate speech, for racism, for you know uh online bullying for bullying that leads to suicide they want to regulate and hold the big companies accountable 
Yeah, well, that was a path that Twitter was going down until Mr. Elon took over and was like, let's all have freedom fries. Yep. It's free speech. Everybody can say whatever they want. Well, no, words have repercussions. And yep. there has to somebody has to take responsibility. The platforms have to be more responsible, which is kind of why Mark Zuckerberg and the likes get summoned into Congress to talk about how they manipulate people. Yeah, so what really sparked this, and this might ring a bell, was on January 8th, thousands of people stormed the National Congress after, January 6th. The, defeat, after the defeat of the right-wing president, Jar Bolsonaro. This is oh. Right. oh wow interesting right. oh. i knew exactly i knew you're gonna right i knew you were gonna i fell for yeah. it but it's but that's the thing right so this is part of this this regulation is you know all, all of this happens through social media they want to hold mm. big tech companies accountable look i understand that it's hard to do that i understand that you know you, you if 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 you build it they will come it's no. actually if you build it he will come but also say if you build it, they will come, right? Yeah. And who are you to tell people what to do on that platform and police people on this platform? But that's what they're saying. These big tech companies need to, put, like, in the, for lack of a better term, be better cops, right? Yeah. But this brings in a lot of discussion from both sides: left wing, right wings, uh, from from middle from. from, from middles everything all, all around the place right so this is a very interesting discussion we're seeing this right now in brazil but i honestly do think right in japan japan's having these conversations right now after the suicide of that wrestler just three years ago when we launched the show remember we had that yeah. whole episode about that uh, she was bullied because of an appearance on their version of big brother and she ended up committing suicide 20 years old Right, we're seeing a lot more of this stuff happening. Convoys, yeah, not right, 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 like, stuff it, like it, that, all happening through yeah. social media. So they're like, okay, but who's who's to say what's what's allowed and what shouldn't be allowed? Right, that that's the hard that's the hard part. And where I can see tech companies saying, now now we're talking about freedom of speech. Yes and no. But I, I think Tyler would definitely have an interesting take on this. But I know from yeah. a layman's perspective, I just think that there has to be some accountability to truth. Either it's fact or it's not. And and saying that example A, Boris is a smelly ape, I think is subjective. And it's not necessarily true truth. And it could be considered, you know, some form of slander. Because Boris might take offense at that. Somebody who's friends with Boris might take offense with that. So you can't really, you know what I mean? Like, like maybe the platform should just be like quarantining any statement or figuring out a way for that. And you can't tell me that there isn't the technology because there is a technology if there's the will for it. Right. That's the thing. It, it's a question of how live do you want live to be? Obviously, Facebook and these platforms have had to put some degree of filter in on some of the streams. And I know people get by them once in a while, but you don't hear about as much people committing live suicide and things like that, which is all like really dangerous and 
disturbing things, but you don't hear about it as much as maybe you used to where people were broadcasting all kinds of things that were unraveling them and, and damaging them and whatnot. And they're protecting people and trying to minimize that damage. And you can do the same thing. I think with speech and whatnot, like Twitter was doing a pretty good job in my opinion of trying to at least moderate that discussion and trying to start to go after the people who constantly abused that rule and they were doing it by committee and they were, they were trying, like, I'm not saying it was perfect. I know, I know there's a reason why all these other so social platforms erupted out of its wake when things got weird. And I just don't think that, for example, in an extreme form, or in, maybe it's not that extreme. I had to, because there was a guy that was using Twitter and I thought the guy was already off Twitter. He was, and he got reinstated by Elon. And I thought that he got himself taken off this Andrew Tate guy. Yeah. And I see that he's doing stuff again and he's picking on that Greta Thornburg or whatever her name is. And, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to block this dude. I don't ever want to see anything from this guy ever in my life. I just don't want to do it as a user. But Twitter had already done that for me. And it was the change in ownership that changed that. And I'm just like, why? Why did you work so hard? Now I think it's all about money. And, and this guy's of freedom of speech, but that's an opinion of mine, right? Like, I have nothing to substantiate that. I'm just throwing that out there because it looks like money is an issue. But, ah, like, they're talking about stuff where Twitter no longer is Twitter and it's something called App X and all this. Yeah, bye-bye for me. Like, that's the last of my social programs, if that's what's going to happen. I'll see you on, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. But there's got to yeah. be some kind of filter. There's got to be some kind of moderation. There's got to be something that even attempts at redacting or controlling these environments. Facebook is having to do it. Otherwise, these places are not safe places, spaces for our kids and for other sensitive areas of society. And maybe we have to change the rules on that side of the government and legislation. But the government's waking up now. Tech doesn't have the free ticket. That mm -hmm. would be my biggest takeaway is, you know what? Smarten up, get the technology to do something, play in that space because it's clear that the governments are now asking to, I think part of this bill is asking for them to expose the level of aggressiveness of their algorithms and how much negativity their algorithms dial in and whether or not that can be dialed back by government legislation. And if it's not able to be, it must be by this date. Like mm -hmm. you have to give us the switch to dial that back to make people's experience better. And it's the same thing with TikTok and everything like that. But I don't understand how you can be all concerned about TikTok and not be concerned about your domestic product. Because if you ask yep. me in the States, the biggest problem right now isn't as much from what I can tell for an interference. It's domestic stuff. It's domestic radicalization that's causing most of these issues in the States. And if that's what we're talking about, that's scary as crap. I don't blame the government for wanting to hone in on that. Yeah.
and that's the thing. Like we we typically on this show have always talked about the fact that the government is so far behind that they need to get up to speed, that they need yeah. to get ahead of stuff, right? But it's it, to me, it's it's interesting that okay, we have these bills in the UK. The UK has has seen similar issues. They've brought up the online safety uh, bills. Um, all, you know, the, there was there were famous. Uh, a case where a girl, Molly Russell, aged 14, committed suicide because the algorithms kept throwing ads her way through, like, after online abuse and stuff, algorithms kept throwing self-harm ads, for lack of a better term, you know, and, and stuff yep. like that, right? So, uh, And it's the same thing for anybody with an eating disorder, that type of thing. You have an eating disorder and, and the algorithm finds out, they exploit that. Like you are fair game for all of these things. Well, want to get thin fast? Want to, you know, this new diet at, that oof, it's crazy. Okay. Here's another case, right? Like where, where this necessarily, I guess, could happen in social media, but it's just the internet in general. And that's the case of that guy here in Mississauga who sent nitrous yep. to, to people all over the world. Yep. This, this chemical he that you he use hey, for, it was legal. It was yep. legal. This chemical you use for cured meats to preserve cured meats, but if you take it to a certain degree, it causes death. And but I think that there's got to be a body of evidence that shows that this guy knew that he was yeah. shipping quantities that were going to be harmful if ingested, and actually yeah, probably I, provided like, instructions. But for sure. But I'm just saying, like yeah. on the face of stuff like there's all these cases right so who's who's watching the internet right um yep. and 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 with social media especially right it, it's hard because okay so going back to what i was saying was that the governments are actually trying to do something about this but then it's the big tech companies who are like whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. we can't do this right and it's funny that they're not necessarily complaining about the moral social discussion that's happening that's you know free speech and what is the nature of hate and who gets to define hate but they're more pissed off the fact that hey we're gonna have to spend money on on something yep that's exactly it this isn't the pandemic we don't have limitless dollars and all we've made layoffs we don't have resources because we chose not to have them because our CEO makes 20 times what any normal human being should be making. Sorry, am I being cynical? No, well, it's kind of funny, right? Like, I was having this discussion with someone after watching the Blackberry movie. And it's the, the, the term of that golden parachute is bullshit now. Because they get a golden parachute each and every year. Yep. They make more money than we can ever conceive of in a year. And that was the whole point of the golden parachute. Yep. Was... They would make more money if something happened to the role because the chances of them working again were slimmer because of the position that they held. Yep, they were going to lose cachet in the in the world, and we're going to be challenged. Yep, I I agree. Like the golden parachute, the whole idea of the golden parachute is just an abandoned thing now. It, it really is down to there's too much money being shipped out to a lot not i'm not going to say every because it's hard to paint with that brush but a lot of these mega corporations especially in tech man like i don't know 
I'm kind of I'm kind of curious where that goes. It comes down to this: the tech companies have had free reign, and you're coming from people who work in the tech company in the tech industry. Tech, big tech, has had free reign with zero responsibility, zero, uh, you know, um, um, uh, 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 like zero real rules. They they didn't have to answer to anyone. They could essentially do whatever they wanted, but. I'm seeing a change big time. Governments are changing. And this is just one example, right? The, 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 the hate speech bills that we're seeing more around the world. The Canadian media uh, sharing and, 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 and you know, fee allocation issues that we're seeing. Australia had a similar bill come up and was passed, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I think the, the free ride that big tech has had is essentially starting to, to end. Yeah, and I think Joe Biden majorly whistled that too, right? He's he's going with the definite anti big tech. Look at all the friction that Microsoft and Activision are are experiencing, you know, each week. I know this week they got a little bit of a green signal today, but yes, um, today they did, which we're about today to they did. About. So yeah, hey, what a segue! I'm I'm telling you, I'm on my game. Don't even know. You are. <laughs> so, you know, for example, Microsoft Activision, the buyout was approved by, by the European Commission. This kind of, but we talked about this months ago where it literally butts heads with the decision out of the UK. And none mm-hmm. of this is surprising. So, you know, again, this is just going to show you that the big ticket that, that, um, that, that big tech had is, is, is ending, right? The free, the, the blank check, for lack of a better yep. term. The free ride. The blank check, whatever you want to call it. Interestingly enough, I was also seeing today that Microsoft, their Azure system, their cloud-based uh, system, is being scrutinized in the EU because of monopolies, which is interesting because if you look at AWS and you look at Azure, I'm pretty sure AWS has more of the marketplace. Yeah, they do. I think so. But Azure is baked into a lot of stuff as far as because of the OS system, right? Because of the OS environment. So I think that it gets targeted more because AWS is more of an option, like a backup. That's what it is. As a backup, whereas Azure is baked in and whether or not you want to use the bones that are in there. Sorry for getting so geeky on this, but I, I do. It is something I work in. So... Yep. Uh, not not too intimately, but I I do have knowledge of it. I was training yep. today in some of it. So, yeah, <laughs> there you go. So yeah, man. So all of these, all of this, essentially, topic de jour, essentially is the f- blank check, the free ticket that big tech had. It seems to be finishing, and we're gonna for sure be keeping our eye on this because I think that this is just the beginning of a lot of laws that might not favor big tech. And I'm very interested to see how big tech responds. Yeah, I would say so. And I, I'm curious to know what our audience thinks as well. Like, I, I know we have a pretty wide draw as far as our topics, but I think this is something that really picks up on even just a lot of distribution methods among fans, right? Social media and whatnot. It's going to touch how we live every day so i think it's very imperative that at least we we keep an eye on how it impacts our enjoyment 
of things, let alone all the serious stuff that gets passed around on social social medias. Yep. That's exactly it. So yeah, man, so, so very interesting times that we're living in. Uh, it's interesting that it's all forms of government that are coming at them, right? It's 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 not a left-wing, right-wing issue. They have their own reasons to be the attacking big tech. But regardless of who's in power, I big tech is being attacked right now. And I shouldn't say attacked. They're being questioned. They're being put to uh, – they're, they're, they're getting their time right now to kind of prove their worth. And they're not getting that free ticket that they used to. They have responsibilities in social in, in society. They have they're the ones who completely revolutionize how we live our life each and every single day. So, yeah, I kind of feel like before do. it was like this: Zuckerberg and the likes would get up there in front of Congress and they go, "Okay, plug in computer to wall, plug in computer to internet, ooh, magic." And that was the extent of it, right? And then somebody would go. What happens if the magic don't work? And Zuckerberg would just go, then the dancing man comes and dances on your screen. And then magic. Facebook happens, the metaverse. And that was like all you got. Now we're starting to get intelligent questions from Congress. Now we're starting to get intelligent questions from people in our government where they're like, no, there is no magic. This is something you engineered. There, we we understand the concepts now. We 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 went and we took some courses. So well, now that we're younger, Congress members, that's what it is, yeah. right? We're younger, so we we know we we know some of this tech stuff, and that isn't the way it goes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm very curious, and I, I never really put a lot of stock into thinking about this until recently. You know, we've talked about it here and there. But yeah. you're seeing this more and more, and it, it's really, it's really, really, really piquing my curiosity, to say the least. Yeah, but it, that's the only thing with government stuff. It's a slow roll, man. It's just like right to repair. But ah, like I say, you got to try to reach out to us on socials and uh, and let us know what you think about what's going on in this space. And you can do so at our website at www.itscanonpodcast.com. You can track us down on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at It's Canon Podcast. You can email us at show at itscanonpodcast.com. You can basically subscribe to anywhere you find podcasts. You're going to find the It's Canon Podcast. And you're even going to find us on patreon.com slash SNME radio. We're a part of that network. Our good friends over there bringing you... Boris is part of that team, bringing you all the wrestling news that you could want to know, pop culture, everything under the sun, patreon.com slash SNME radio. And basically, if you like what you hear, leave a like. If uh, if you're on the YouTube at itscanonpodcast.com, leave a like, leave a subscribe, and click that bell notification to let you know whenever we are going to drop one of these crazy things. As always, thank you so much for taking time to listen to us on the It's Canon podcast. Boris? Yep. Thank you so much, Phil. And thank you to the listeners, to the viewers, to everyone who's spending the hour and 15 minutes with us. It honestly means the world to us. Uh, and you've been listening to the It's Canon podcast, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything, including Lego, video games, tech, and society. If it happens in the world, we're probably going to talk about it, make a joke about it, and chat some more. He's Phil. I'm Boris. Until next time, take care.
care.